0: Welcome to Keep Calm and Homeschool On. My name is Rebecca, homeschool mom of five young children ages 6 to 12 and I was homeschooled myself but today's episode is not about homeschooling. You see it is Wednesday and on Wednesdays when I do I am choosing to Godcast instead of podcast. This is where I actually get to say all the things that are burning on my heart. I was just talking to somebody yesterday and explaining that um, God really clearly spoke to me a couple years ago that I was not to diminish the path that he had put in front of me, that I was not to diminish the calling that he had on my life. Um, But there is a very large part of me that wishes that instead of blogging about homeschooling, I could just talk about God all the time. So if you've ever heard me speak at a convention, you may have seen that I do talk about God. Even in my sessions, I find a way to tie it in with homeschooling because quite frankly, he is such a huge part of my life and he is how I do everything that I do. So I do talk about God a lot. I can't leave him out of anything that I do, um, but I want to make sure you guys are all aware of that so that when you're listening to today's episode, you know that if you are looking for a homeschool encouragement, that's coming again on Monday but this episode specifically is going to be really, 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 really Christian. Okay, so cup of coffee, mine is cold and overly sweet. I'm not going to drink that anymore, but you should find something to drink, make it nice and hot, and let's dive in to today's episode. All right, so today's episode has actually been on my heart since the summer. That's right. Since summertime, I have been sitting on this message that is for sure applicable to me and I feel like applicable to somebody else. So I'm just going to uh, run with it. One of the things that I have noticed about myself is that I seek validation from people, from outside sources. That's something just about who I am. That's part of my personality is that I am fed a little bit on public opinion. And that's what makes my job a really good fit sometimes and a terrible fit other times because there's a lot of public opinion about me. Um, But one of the things specifically when it comes to God and my face and walking the walk is that I love hearing um, words, whether it's prophetic words or just words or encouragement from other people. So this summer, we had quite a few big speakers come up and speak in our area, and I go to everything that I possibly can go to, um, and I just don't wanna miss anything. So I was at quite a few of them, and I am the person that's like sitting down with my journal, I always have my journal, for the most part, I literally bring paper with me everywhere I go, if I don't have paper, I'm writing on a scrap somewhere because – Anyways, that's that's who I am. But I I had my journal and I was writing down and I'm literally just, just waiting. I'm sitting there waiting for maybe they will have a word or something to say that is going to speak to an area of my life or God, what do you have to say to me? Now, God often speaks through other people when we're talking about confirming words or messages. Um, that often happens for me. You know, you God's working with you on something. You're doing your devotions. You read a scripture and you think that, hey, I think that. That's that's for me. But you kind of sit on it and then you go and you sit in church and the pastor talks about it or, you know, you're talking to your friend and they say something about it and you're like, man, that really confirms what I feel like God has been saying to me. Right. So so in my life, this is this is often a way that he speaks. So it's not that he doesn't speak through other people for me. God can speak however he wants to speak and he will and does. However, there is something I often seek when it is that specific for me in this season of my life, um, just just God, I'm looking for, I'm looking for you to confirm through somebody else in a very profound way. Way. I don't know if there's anyone else. Maybe I am totally out to left field. Maybe there is lots of people who cannot relate to me in any way. But when it comes to, you know, someone is giving a word and, you know, they're calling people out and they're like, I see this in your life. I'm like, and what do you see in my life? And nothing. Nothing. I have had one person speak over me pretty much my entire life. My my brothers, my sisters, my parents, my husband, he's like a magnet for these things. But I tend to be the one that is just, I feel like, God, I'm just looking for you to confirm. That's all. I'm looking for you to confirm. But yes, in a very outward way. I would like it to be clear. That's all I'm asking. Can you just say in this area of your life? And it's one thing that specifically for me, God most of the time does not move in. He speaks to me in so many other ways. He speaks to me in my daily devotions. He speaks to me when I, I pray and I seek him from things. And, and like I said, he confirms, but it's, it's subtle. It's quiet. It's the still, small voice. And so this summer, I was struggling with that. And I was feeling like, ah, oh, I just, like, I don't get it. I don't get how everybody else and not me. And one of the things that I felt in the still, small way that he spoke to me was, You know, you are looking for other people to confirm what I am already telling you. I speak to you directly. Like, why are you seeking it from somebody else when you can come straight to the source? And so I want to talk a little bit today about hearing God's voice for your life. And I know that this is a controversial subject and it isn't something I've gone a lot into. And one of the reasons that I haven't talked a lot about this is A, because I try to stay focused on homeschooling and I'm just being a total rebel now and giving up on that. But B, because I know how controversial this is. And to be honest, I'm a little scared that being vulnerable in this way is going to come back to bite me. And I know that it it will come back to bite me. I've had enough experience in this. But I feel like I just, I I would rather put myself out there and be attacked than to not put myself out there if it is going to help someone. And my relationship with God, you guys, is, is everything. My relationship with God is what defines me. It is who I am. It is It is every output that you see in my life stems and flows from my relationship with God. I have a passion and a drive for God that, that propels me in everything that I do. I have a relationship and a love for God that drives me in everything that I do. I hear his voice. I seek him on everything on almost everything, on how I raise my kids. I seek him for my business. I seek him for my marriage. I seek him for my friendships. I seek God in everything. I ask him his opinion. I want to hear his voice. I seek him for direction. He is, he is everything. He is everything. And I know that not everybody has this. And the reason that I know this is because I did not always have this from my youngest of ages I remember I I, I I prayed I was baptized God was always very real to me there was never a moment that God has not been real to me I'm one of those testimonies that kind of was felt bad when I was a teenager that everyone else had these intense testimonies and I had I've been a Christian since as long as I can possibly remember and, and that wasn't just like well I said the prayer but he wasn't really real to me no God has been real to me and I have had I I had a personal relationship with him from when I was like three years old. There was never a moment that he was not close to me. But there has been a moment, there has been an entire lifetime of moments that I did not have what I have today. So I know that a lot of people are are wishing for more in their relationship with God and maybe not where they want to be in that. And that is why I want to share what, what is on my heart today. And I don't even know what I'm going to share. I don't have any notes in front of me. So we're just gonna see where it takes us. But that's part of my testimony is that I grew up in a very conservative um, church family mindset. Uh, where you know you just kind of go through the motions and yes i like i said i had a relationship with god we loved god my parents loved god we we sought him for things we i saw him move in my family so it wasn't that i didn't believe that he moved that he spoke that um, he guides and directs us i i had all of that growing up i remember one time um, we went through major financial difficulties and one of the things that we went through when i was a young child is like through this financial difficulty The amount of times God spoke to my family was amazing. Like we we I remember we lived off powdered milk because we couldn't afford milk and we did not have a lot of money for groceries. And we had somebody just drop off food at our door. And it was those kinds of things where I saw my parents praying for things and then I saw the answer to them. And I saw them seeking him in business and I saw them seeking him for our our difficulties and our challenges. And I saw him answering and I saw him move. So he's always been, like I said, very real. But but I remember being like 20 something years old because I had all my kids before, I think I was 26 when I had a hysterectomy for, um, because I had to. Anyways, I was about 26 years old and I remember all the way up to that point. I remember saying to people, there's got to be more. There's got to be more. I was worship leading at this point. Again, God spoke to me. I heard his voice, but there was still more in my relationship with him that I felt like I was lacking. And the answer that I got back from so many people in my life was this is a season. You have young kids, you're in a season, you're in the trenches and your time will come with that. But right now it's just, you know what, you just got to get through the season of young kids. God gets it, he gets the busyness. And of course he does. Let me tell you, he does. But there was an an element of, of God was God over here, and I was living my life. Yeah, I look back and there's so many instances where I just it would be so different now. With the birth of my last child, my fifth child, we had so many complications and I almost died with my fourth. That when it came to our fifth, we we knew we were gonna deal with similar complications and the the fear that we dealt with. There was so much fear, fear that I was going to die. I wrote, if I die letters, I increased my life insurance. Like I was truly afraid and I based decisions on fear. I did not have the same relationship then that I do have with God. Now when we made decisions about where to move, when we made decisions in our business, we kind of just, what I feel like was was I was in the ocean, just floating along with whatever might come in our life. And I saw God in things and I prayed and, I went to church and I I, I worshipped him. I loved him. Again, I had relationship with him, but it's it's like I was just being tossed by the waves in the sea and at the mercy of life, and. Everything changed. And I know I have mentioned this before, but everything changed. God called us literally in a dream. My husband had a dream. I knew what it meant. Literally, while he was explaining the dream and what it meant, we got a call that confirmed like we were moving, we were going. And I can't even tell you the amount of all of a sudden acceleration of hearing his voice that we were supposed to go, um, leave our family. It was like an eight-hour ferry ride. We went to this remote, remote, remote little island and, you know, terrible internet couldn't see anybody because he couldn't afford to get off the island. And and we were in this remote, removed place. And in this place, something changed. Something changed. And I can't even... I, I What and how? I don't even know. I don't even know. Because I I have, like I said, always walked in relationship, always heard God's voice, always felt close to Him. But that thing that I was seeking, that, that closer, deeper relationship, it just... It just changed everything changed and so we we were in this place where we were receiving from God in a so much more vibrant way where we were having this relationship with God where we were asking him about everything where he was guiding every step we took every every decision that we made and things began to shift in our spiritual walk with God and this wasn't just me this was also my husband and as soon as we kind of went through all of this this was our kids too we brought them right in on it and we said okay well let's talk about this let's talk about you know hearing God's voice let's talk about the Holy Spirit. Let's talk about how he's moving in our lives right now and how we're we're following every step that he gives us to take. And so something happened there that I I don't even know if I can really articulate. It just it just it just was something really special. God just took us and put us in this bubble of of I don't know, closeness with him and um, relationship with him that I had been longing for my entire life. And so looking back as somebody who had had maybe been afraid of some things, I think a lot of it was fear that held me back maybe from from going deeper with God. But it's kind of that whole around that time, oceans, you know, that song oceans, um, he calls me out upon the water. It's, it was like that. It was like the Peter in the boat where I was a little afraid of the waves and it's like God was, was beckoning me out and saying, it's okay, like, come on out. I've got so much more for you and so I know that there are people out there who are in a place of either stagnancy in a place of maybe not receiving or hearing from God feeling like they're just going through the motions feeling like they're stuck in survival mode feeling like they go to church on Sunday they only pray when they think of it they're just so busy that God is kind of over here in their life he's just kind of the 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 Sunday God he's just kind of the when I think about the God or he's the God of my 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 Circumstances, the God of my struggles and the God of my need. So, when I need you, God, then you're God. But when I don't need you and when things are good, and in the world and culture that we live in, there's a lot of times that we do not need God, then I'm removed and I lack this closeness and this intimacy with you that I know that I want. I know that there are people that are there because I know that I was there. And I know that this is a real thing that we are facing. And that is what I feel compelled to share today. And maybe it's just I'm supposed to share my story. Maybe I'm just supposed to say, listen, I want to tell you that there is deeper, that you don't have to settle for this because I thought I did and I didn't. I pressed in and God had so much more for me. But I'm telling you that there is a a sweet, relationship and intimacy that you can have with God, with the Holy Spirit, with Jesus, where you you are, are with him, that praying without ceasing, you are with him in everything. The, the, praying without ceasing is not that you are not engaging in your life. It's not that you are are constantly, constantly, constantly inactive. I'm praying. It's that you are you are literally open continuously and and communicating with God and including Him in every aspect of your life. Every aspect of your life. I don't always get up early. If you've listened to my podcast any length of time, you know I live off coffee. Why I live off coffee is because I stay up way too late, 1 o'clock in the morning, most nights, and then I cannot for the life of me get up in the morning, and then as soon as I do start to wake up, I have 8 billion things to do. I have so much work. I am so beyond incredibly busy just walking in the fruit of what God has put in our lives, and my kids and, you know, my marriage and my house is is constantly, I do not have balance figured out. I am not a perfect human being being and one of the things is people assume that because of my relationship with God I must spend hours and hours and hours a day in the word and just diving into relationship with him I'm not I'm not it's always something I want to grow in it's always something I want to deepen it's always something that that I I feel like oh God again this week was so busy that I did not have the time to really intentionally seek you and and remembering and pushing forward to God I want you to be my first that is one of my greatest hurdles in my life is making God my first thing in my morning when I wake up before I turn on my computer before I get to the millions of messages and all the things to do and the to do list and the kids and the homeschooling and the house God let you be first in my life I know that that is something I want, and yet it is something I fail at regularly. But let me tell you that that has not limited God. That has not limited God in my life. He is faithful even when I am not He is faithful. The relationship that I have with him, the praying without ceasing, the hearing his voice in everything. I I can tune in for a few seconds and I can receive so much from him about everything. I believe that he has direct input into how you raise your kids. I know it because I'll forget. I will go through, my kids are driving me crazy. I'm getting irritated or I'm not sure how to deal with something. And I just take a few minutes and I say, God, what do I do? What would you have me do? How do I deal with this? And sometimes he gives me the most creative things that actually break what I'm dealing with. They break the anger I'm dealing with in my kids or, you know, instead of dealing with it in in a disciplinary way, I deal with it in in maybe in love and it just shocks my kids right out of it. And I know that it is direct input into my parenting. I, I hear his voice on my business all the time. I will be working. I can be doing a live video. I can be having coffee with somebody and just, just while I'm listening to them, just God, I invite you. Holy Spirit, I invite you into this conversation. If there is anything you want me to say, if there is anything that you have for me in this, we, I just, I invite you in. I invite you in and I do this all the time. All the time. So I can, I know, like I said, I'm not justifying not spending time with God, and I do, and I'm working on it, and I believe in the importance of the word. The word is so important. It is our sword, it is our food, it is the bread of life, it is everything. We need to seek God in the word, but it is not God. The word is not, it is, it is not. It's relationship with Jesus. You know, the the Pharisees in the time when Jesus was um, walking on the world, one of the things is that he would say, you know the word, you know the scriptures, and yet you've missed me. I am the word made flesh. I am who I am. And they had missed him in that. So so I believe in the importance of the word of God and in scripture. But at the same time, I have seen God be faithful to me Even when I have missed that, even when I have been too busy, it is about relationship with him. It is about seeking his face. It is about hearing his voice. It's about including him in everything, not just the Sunday God, not just the God of my circumstances or my need, but God in everything. I don't even know if I'm supposed to say any more than that. Maybe it's just my testimony I am supposed to share, but if anyone has questions about about my relationship with God. I would love to hear them, and I would love to share more. There is so much more I could say. There is so much more I could say. I could give you eight testimonies from yesterday alone of what God has been saying to me. I could give you eight testimonies from today. It's eight in the morning. I could give you eight testimonies from today, from when I woke up to now, of what God is saying, what he's speaking, how he's moving. There is so much that I I don't even know how to get into, and I don't know who is going to help, but I know that I was supposed to come on today and share that there is an intimate relationship with God. There is a day-to-day hearing his voice that you can have. And if somebody is seeking that and feeling like they have just been caught in settling or have just been going through the motions, that that maybe I'm just supposed to say there's more. There's more. There is so much more. There is so much more. And And even in this, even in this moment where he is everything to me, everything to me, I still constantly pray. And I encourage you to do that. If nothing else, if you don't feel that connection with him, to pray that he will help you love him more. That He will help you to need him and to want him and to have a hunger and a thirst for him more because he is really the one that even puts that in us in the first place. He is love. You want to love God? It really actually stems from God, which seems ironic. But you pray for that. You seek that. You ask him for that. And he will increase it in your life. So I just want to pray over you guys. Maybe that's, I don't don't even know what I'm doing right now. And I know this is short. But I just want to pray for you guys. And then I'm going to close up. God, I just thank you. I thank you for each person that is listening right now. Maybe somebody that's been waiting for a word. Maybe somebody that's been waiting for you to to say I I see you, I recognize you, I know you because you know us. You know us intimately. You created us, you fashioned us, you know us, you love us. So I pray right now that if someone is sitting there and they just need to to know your love, to know that they are seen and known, then I pray that they would they would just feel that right now. And God, if there is someone out there that needs to hear that message, that, that there is so much more than you just being the God of our need, the God of our circumstances or the God on a Sunday morning I pray that you would just begin to work in their hearts and their lives and reveal yourself to them in a deeper way father and I just pray that you will continue to do the good work that you have started everybody in everybody's hearts and lives and that you would just continue it to completion because that is who you are faithful even when we are not faithful to do what you say you will do because that's who you are You are such a good God, and we just thank you for that, and I just pray your blessing and your favor on everybody's lives today, and that they will have testimonies to share of how you are moving in their lives, and that their kids, their children, let that be the testimony and the legacy that they pass on. Their children will see them seeking you. They will see you answering their prayers and their cry, and that they will see that you are alive, you are living, you are active, you are moving, and that we can walk in relationship with you. Let that be the legacy that is passed on. I just pray blessing in your name. Amen. All right, that's it. I'm not going to do anything else. I'm going to close it up, but I invite you to comment go to homeschoolon.com, click on podcast in the menu. And if you want to comment, ask a question on this podcast episode, I will try to commit to going and reading those or hit me up with an email Rebecca at homeschoolon.com. And I would love to further this conversation and, or hear what you guys really want to hear on this podcast um, from my testimony. Cause like I said, there is just, there is so much that I feel like I, really don't want to post this because I really just kind of went everywhere with it. And next time I'm going to make some notes, but this time was kind of on the fly. So we're going to trust that that was him and I'm going to hit the post button and I will talk to you guys again, hopefully next week.